calling all lovers of mystery and fans of a good story. If you haven't already heard me talk about June's journey, you're in for a treat. It's time to don your detective hat in this free hidden object mobile game that delves into the captivating journey of June Parker, a self-proclaimed detective on a quest to unravel the mystery surrounding her sister's untimely death. In June's journey, you get to play as June, deciphering clues and unveiling secret plots within thousands of beautifully illustrated scenes. And did I mention it's set in the glitzy 1920s? New chapters are added weekly, so you will never run out of new thrills to uncover, and you can also personalize and decorate your very own Orchid Island where the story takes place. How sharp are your detective skills? Find out when you download June's Journey on your Android or iOS device, or play online via Facebook games. Your detective journey awaits. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You haven't been able to send them in. What was that? What was what? That sound. It thought it's, it came from your uh, chest. How? Are you alright? Uh, that might have been this thing. A trinket a friend gave me. A music shell? Not quite. If that's a music shell, then um, the tune was the shortest I've ever heard. Don't mind it. Hmm. Alright then. As I was saying, we haven't really seen any direct effect of the... Uh, this... You called it uh, a tumbleweed? Uh, tangleweave. Ah, yes. Tangleweave. Hmm. We've got many people seeking refuge here. Most trying to flee from raiding Skur. Skur? Here? There were a few that came here because strange things happened around them, though. Uh, what kind of strange things? Yeah, glitter on shining objects disappearing. Oh. An entire village without sound. Mm-hmm. That kind of strange. Oh. Is this why you're here? Yes, I'm here to fix things like that. Uh, all right. Then we have a couple of those in the longhouse. Speaking of which, anything you can tell me about this tangleweed? Yeah. It's okay. hard to figure out what exactly that is, just based mm-hmm. on the accounts of some of the refugees. And the rest of the village is growing nervous. I need to tell them something to put their minds at ease. Of course. Uh, it, it's basically a hole. A hole? Yes, in the aetherweb. It is caused by an imbalance in the elemental flows. Ah. The hole lets spirits slip into our world and manifest. But spirits aren't always bad, are they? Oh, no. Our mistress thinks highly of them. No, they are not bad at all. <clears throat> Their purpose is to maintain the balance of the elemental flows. That's never a bad thing. Ah. But you see, they feed on things that are still essential to us. Like what? Like temperatures, sounds, or smells. They eat that? Yeah. Is that why there's this one village without sound? Mm, possibly. Spirits usually feed on things that exist in copious or excessive amounts, you see. If it was a particularly noisy village, the spirit must have headed straight toward it when the tangleweave happened. The aetherweb is usually so well balanced that spirits don't find more nourishment than is necessary to sustain them. So, they will seize any opportunity to manifest and gorge themselves on whatever it is that sustains them. To the point where they might devour more than is good for them. <laughs> I can relate to that. Which could account for the village losing all of its sound. <laughs> At any rate, when spirits manifest and devour things in larger quantities, that's when they become dangerous to us. How is eating sounds or smells dangerous? Well, maybe sound is a bad example. 
Imagine a cold devouring spirit manifested at the peak of the scunder and gorged itself on all the cold in the snow. And you see, when spirits devour one thing, they fill the vacancy with its primal opposite. Like the spirit devouring sound. It would fill the vacancy with silence. Ah, yes. And a cold devouring spirit would replace the cold with warmth. The snow near the peak would melt and come down here in large avalanches or floods, bringing more refugees that away. That would be a disaster. Even more people coming to seek refuge. You already didn't know where to put all those that sought refuge from the school, let alone how to feed them. We barely have enough supplies to sustain ourselves as it is. That's unfortunate. Hold on, I, I need to speak to this thing for a moment. Talking into a music show? Uh, yes, yes. What, do they pick up spoken word now too? Is that some kind of newly developed shenanigans from yes, the city? Yes, go, go ahead. I'll be right behind you. Hmm. All right then. Aurel, do you hear me? This is awkward. I, I'll just pretend that you do. Listen, the windshield caused me a bit of trouble at the water gates. They thought I was trying to sabotage or copy the enchantments of the gates. You should look into changing the enchantments to be indetectable to people who can feel or see the weave. Anyway, I was able to get here in only a day and a half thanks to the gates and the Kraku, but it, it cost me a fortune. I sent the escort back with papers, hoping the magistrate will cover the cost for me. Not that I need someone to pay my bills for me, but, well, it is a task the magistrate assigned to me. They might as well pay for my travel expenses. Uh, right now, I'm in a village called Hwith. Uh, Am I saying that right? Hwith? Yeah. This village is called Hwith, right? Yeah. Hwith? Like Hwith? calm and wind. Ah, right. Mnemonics. Anyway, it's on the northwest facing foot of the Skunder. It's so small that it wasn't even on the map. I found it when I came across a group of refugees. I asked them if they were fleeing because of the Tangleweave and its effects, but turns out they were fleeing because of skur raids, which seem to be more frequently happening further down the mountain. Apparently the Skur are trying to extend the reach of their territories, which is good to know. I really don't want to come across any score if I can avoid it, but if the Tangleweave really does stretch out across the entire Skunder, I might not have a choice but to enter their territory at one point or another. <sighs> anyway, the refugees pointed this village out to me if I was looking for other refugees, so I came here. Um, the person you just heard is the head chief. Um, yeah, that probably means nothing to you. That's the proxy of the headmistress. He is showing me to the longhouse, where they are currently housing all the other refugees. I plan to talk to some of them to get an overview of the situation and figure out who came here because of the Tangleweave and who fled from the school. I hope that there will be at least one person among them that will have clues that will help discern why the Tangleweave happened here. Anyway, I'm, I'm leaving the windshell on for now. I think you didn't really tell me if the windshell required any kind of energy. So I'm just assuming that it will stay on until I turn it off manually. So I will leave it on for now so you can hear any witness accounts on my Are you done? Huh? This is where we keep the refugees. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm done. Sure. All right, yes. come. Oh, watch it. Ow! Oh, 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 Figure oh. it out yourself. <laughs> we rarely get people as tall as you around here. Sorry about that. Are doorframes always this low in this region? <laughs> Don't know about other villages, but... Here we are small people. Great. What race are you anyway? I don't recognize your features. My Rontar is called Miru. Are they this tall? Um, 
Well, I might be a little taller than my Rontras average. Ah. Anyway, can we get on with this? Of course. Oh. We have about 32 people down here, and uh, another 17 upstairs. Most are from neighboring villages further uphill of my Rontar. And uh, there's also a few other races, Faraksha and Zela, even two Almerians. Almerians? They don't speak our language except mm -hmm. for a few words. Do you speak their um, language? I have an Almerian acquaintance, but... I never bothered learning his language enough to communicate with Shame. it. Shame. Well, and there's also a human. A human? Who surprisingly speaks Theanea. Really? A human that speaks Theanea? Well, surprised myself when she turned up here. Seems there was a human village on the other side of the Skunder. Uh -huh. Why she didn't just get off the mountain on her side is beyond me, but, well, now she's here. You said her village was there? Well... I haven't really had the time to listen to everyone's life story, but that's the impression I get. Mm, don't think I'll manage more than a couple people tonight anyway. It's getting late. Indeed. Also, I think our headmistress would like to speak to you over dinner as well. A courtesy meeting? That too. But as I say, she worships spirits and enjoys speaking to people that believe in them enough to talk about them. Most people don't. Of course. Then I'll only talk to one group of people to get a quick overview. I will speak with the rest of them tomorrow. All right, I'll let them know. Do you know which people came here because of the strange occurrences rather than fleeing from school? Ah, yes, a group of five, a mistress and her staff. They're all together in that curtained off room in the corner behind the blue sheets. Okay. We tried to color code the makeshift rooms a bit, you see. She insisted on the blue sheets. You know how mistresses are. All right, I'll speak to her then. Sure. Let me know when you need anything. What is this? What is this class start? Big is this curtain? Ah, thank you. Um. Oh, Fail. Zania, quit what you're doing. I want my hair like her. What, you want Nortis phrase now? I'm almost oh. done with your braids. Fine, fine, fine. Another time. Who might you be? Fehu. Um, my name is Raka. I am the delegated... Not the person the head chief said he would send with food, obviously. Fiofana. I'm starving. Go and see if you can find anything remotely close to food um, from the villagers. We're refugees here, Fiofana. Not visiting an inn in the, the city. You're the one that dragged uh. me here. If I have to stay in these makeshift accommodations, the least you can do is to make sure that I get treated as if I Just were in my own house. Fine. <clears throat> um, as I was saying, I am the delegated patcher that was called here from Kairun. Kairun? Where's that? That's a, a big city in the east, Fjalfana. Your aunt's son went to study at the university there last year, ah, remember? I remember. Yes. And what exactly is it that patchers do? You seem to have a hard time figuring out those sheets that pass as doors here. I'm You're not here to patch those, are you? <laughs> Hold your head still, Fjallfar. Fine, fine, Fjallfar. Where have you left your sense of humour, Denier? No, I'm here to patch the hole in the aetherweb. A the hole? In what now? The aetherweb. Are you familiar with what that is? The weave <laughs> that makes magic possible, Fjallfar. Ah, exactly. You know. The thing that oh, Orican... that thing he keeps raving on about. Ah, oh, yes, yes. So what happens when there's a hole in the weave? Does magic pour No. Uh, spirits can use the hole to manifest and uh, cause some problems to mortals like us. Oh. Which was one of the reasons some people came to this village to take refuge here. Ah. The head chief told me that you might be here because of 
things like that. Oh, I see. Dunair, where are your manners? Offer our guests a seat. We don't exactly have chairs, uh, but you can sit on that crate no, no, I, next to the bed. I'm fine, thank you. The way you speak, I assume you are familiar with the ways of mistress's household, so you will understand that this is not a request. I do so hate talking up to people. Uh, fine, fine. Hold on. Is that better? So you only look wild, but can be quite civilized. How can we help you? I'm looking for any clues that will help discern the cause for the tangle weave, and maybe any spirit activity you might know of. Or I'm not sure how much we can help you with that, but if it helps you solve the issue quickly, we'll see what we can tell you. Do you mind if I take notes while you speak? Oh. I like to keep track of sightings in my journals. Sure. Do what you must. So, your friend, uh, Barla. Not my friend. My housekeeper. Okay, yeah, okay, housekeeper. Sure, your housekeeper. You said he's the one that made you seek refuge here. What was the reason for this? <laughs> His reasons are petty at best. The reason is sound, Ugh, and You, you focus know on my braids. My condition has nothing to do with being especially vulnerable to spirits, oh. as I'm sure this patcher here can confirm. If you give me more information on this condition you speak of, I can try. <laughs> Our mistress was born unable to walk. Oh. She has a broken soul. Ugh. Yes. That ought to be the silliest oh. word anyone could have come up with to describe it. Call it what it is. I'm a cripple with a disability. Fiofana. That's what you people call me. Well. Of course, you could just call me Fiofana. Yeah. You know, my name. Fiofana. We might sure. not know as much about spirits as someone like you, Patcher, but we have had some mm. dealings with people that tried to help our mistress before. Okay. One of those that tried to help, a spiritualist, mm -hmm. told us that people with a broken soul are more vulnerable to spirit <laughs> infestations. Yes. She even suggested I'd get a... What was it called, Denier? Rune carvings. Oh, ah, rune yes, carvings. a rune carving. Mm -hmm. Like what you have going on on your face, but on my throat and my chest. Can you believe that? She told us that those would keep the spirits from using her as a gateway. Oh, I, I would never get such a vile-looking disfiguration on my body. Being unable to walk is bad enough. And then there was this other guy, ugh, promised he could fix my broken soul fix. by giving me two working legs. Fix a broken soul? I don't know that something like that is even possible. Well. I, I've heard of people attempting to do that, but <laughs> I haven't heard of any successful attempts yet. Well, I don't know what he intended to do about that, but he had this vile stench about him. He smelled like death himself. Jacotius, perhaps? The god of death? I've heard that he can be quite a benevolent deity despite being the deity of death. Hmm. It might have been worth a try. <laughs> oh, Fiatar forbid. Mm. Whatever he intended to do with my legs, I'd rather have a broken soul than take anything from someone that smelled like that. Well, at any rate, her broken soul was the reason we dragged her out of the affected area. We thought without those rune carvings she'd be very vulnerable. And I'm by no means happy about your rash actions. Did other mistresses from your village seek refuge because of this? <laughs> of course not. They have more sense than my idiot household. <sighs> None of them saw the spirits as a threat. They are harmless, well, only interested in things that glitter, glitter, which neither my broken soul nor my immobile legs seem to be doing. I see. Are you at this again, Fiofana? Oh, finally. My dinner. What did you get? Soup and fresh flatbread. Don't change the subject. You can hardly blame Dunir and oh. me for being concerned about the welfare of our mistress. Your concerns were unfounded. Don't speak with your mouthful. Uh. Pacher, could you please clear up this matter so we can finally mm. settle this yes. argument? In fact, I think I can. Oh, that's Heretlem. Uh, what your mistress says is true. Mm. If the spirits were only interested in things that glitter, then she wasn't in any danger. Thank you. Now... 
You two can start packing up. No, wait. Yes. We return to my house first thing tomorrow. I feel fine. Listen, it is, however, absolutely true what they say about broken souls. A soul is a person's connection to the Aetherweb. And when it is broken, it has uh, cracks, fissures. Minor spirits can use these to squeeze through and manifest into our world. Oh. This effect is massively amplified when the broken soul is subject to a tangle. Well, Even larger spirits could make use of those cracks in that case. Some might even take up residence in your soul and constantly drain you of whatever it is that nourishes them. So you might understand why they say broken souls are more susceptible to influences from spirits. <laughs> it wasn't an unreasonable conclusion of your household to keep you out of all people safe. From what I could gather so far, the village you came from was situated right in the middle of the tangle weave. You would have been in constant danger of a spirit infestation if you remained there. Ha! See? We were right about being worried about your safety after all. Fiolfana, we're just trying to keep you safe. We only lost your mother less than a year ago. We don't want to lose you so shortly after. It was good of your household to drag you out of the area, even if it was against your will. There are spirits that feed on immobility, and the immobility of people attracts them more than that of inanimate objects like stones. If such a spirit were to turn up near you, you would be a primary target. All right, all right. We will stay here until the weave has been repaired. Good. Now, can I get back to questioning you? Yes, yes. Go ahead. Okay. All right. Um... During most tangle weaves, the inhabitants of the area are usually unaware of the tangle weave happening, since most people are not aware of the spirits. You, however, seem to be keenly aware of the situation. How did you know what was happening and what caused you to leave the area? We have a boy with us, a Reacon, mm -hmm. an offering from this village as a potential new member for my household. Oh, okay. Apparently, he can see or hear spirits, something like that. I don't know. I don't quite understand him. He can't oh. see or hear them, just... Mm -hmm sense their presence. Oh. About a week ago, he woke us in the middle of the night and mm -hmm. said something had happened to the weave oh. and that there were spirits roaming outside the house. He was terrified, mm. even though they okay. didn't do anything to harm us. Do you know if he was awake when the weave tore apart? He told me only that he woke up and had a terrible gut feeling. Didn't know what to make of mm -hmm. it, so he went for a walk. Mm. And that is when he felt spirits nearby. You said they were only interested in things that glitter. How did you narrow it down to that? A sparkling stream runs by our village. Oh. Orican said he sensed a large amount of energy clustering mm. near it. The next morning we noticed the sun no longer sparkled oh. in the water. Wasn't there another thing? Something about that necklace? necklace? Oh yeah, the necklace. Orican's got this golden necklace, an heirloom as I understood. Mm -hmm. He said after his spirits passed close by, it had gone dull. He's been trying to polish it, but the shine wouldn't come I back. I see. Where is Orican now? Can I speak to him? He's the son of this village's headmistress's sister. I sent him to stay with his mother for now. If you want to speak with him, either of these two will have to go and get him uh, for you. No, um, then there's no need for that. I might meet him later. The headmistress invited me for a courtesy meeting. Now, if that was all, you may leave. Okay. I finally want to have my dinner. Of course. Um, enjoy your meal. Thank you. Now, Bala... I hope you made sure to bring me a suit for that raven this time. Of course. You know how much I hate raven. I asked them to specifically set aside a bowl for you. <laughs> before adding the raven. Uh, <sighs> uh, um, Anything useful? A bit, but not enough. I'll have to question a few others to gather anything useful, uh, but tomorrow. All right. Um, is there a place I can stay for the night? Maybe a room in the longhouse? Ah, you don't need to stay in the longhouse. It doesn't need to be anything fancy, just... Since the headmistress invited you to dinner, you can stay in the room in her guest quarters. We house a few other refugees there as well, but I'm sure we can arrange for you to have a bed of your own. Unless 
You find another you want to share it with? Uh, it's too soon to tell. Um, hold on. Um, Aurel, I'm ending this transmission. Great. The first long-distance transmission came through flawlessly. No spirits or runes yet, but this being Raka, I'm sure she'll come across those eventually. All right. The date of recording was... Um, hmm. uh, ah! Sunuka on the 96th day of Bekos, fifth year of the Vare in the 101st generation. Vocal enchantments were woven by Kessie Rulinicki, Owen McEwen, Holly Billinghurst, Philip Sacramento, Graham Rowett, and Travis Fengroff. Music shells provided by Fuimadan. Audio enchantments by Sarah Baczynski. Written and produced by Kessie Rulinicki. So, what's on my to-do list? Hmm. Make the windshell enchantments invisible to people who can sense the aetherweb in any way, so it can go through the water gates undetected. I'm really not sure how their enchantments work. If anyone listening to this through the archives has any idea or experience, send a message to oral at runetrulinus.com or send me a bird chirp using the at runetrulinus. You can also write a message to the book with the faces on it. Just flip to the page titled Trulinus and press your thumb on the seal to open it. I'll read those eventually, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Fehu, little mortal. Oh, you remember that word? (laughs) Fehu. Have you been seeking the truth? (laughs) Oh, you want to get straight to the runes of fortune? (laughs) You mortals really don't have any time, do you? Afraid you'll die of old age before you get those runes of fortune, hmm? Alright then. Your runes of fortune for today are the Aether runes Rian, Time, and Tharal, Sunrise. Now one would expect them to mean Time of Sunrise or Dawn together, but... <laughs> mortals are lazy and abbreviate a lot. In their short form, Rian and Tharal form the word Rontar, which means my kin. Not my race, it literally means my kin. The people you feel the closest connection to. Did you know that Dexelka and the Skunder think of Veer as their kin? They call us their Rontar, instead of their real Rontar. Other Xelka. <laughs> Mortals are silly like that, aren't they? <laughs> but it makes you quite endearing. <laughs> well, that's it for today. But if you want more runes of fortune, or even have your name translated into Azuri runes, I heard that you can get that if you support Trilunis, the people who create this silly thing on Patreon or Coffee. You can find all links to that or the social media handles in the show notes. What? That's not enough for you? Oh, you want to know what else you can get for that precious metal in your pocket? (laughs) You can also get access to excerpts from our table reads, bloopers, music, small monthly physical merch. What? You want to know about those bloopers? You want to hear a sample? (laughs) Fine. Here's a little sample for you. You think you can grasp me? You think you think you know pain of vape? I'm your tongue. No, my tongue shall not be combed. <laughs> my tongue is to the wind as I am, unspoiled. Stop touching his Edgars, you, you, you pervert! Hentai! <laughs> Can I be like what? <laughs> Letting you make far less sense than usual. Can't tell if this is sexual innuendo or not. I'll record it both ways. This isn't a closet. We're doing some experiments. <laughs> Uh, Oh, no, it's not sexual. Well, just erase that take.
Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.